Hello, back to Be The Vibe Radio with your hostess, Crystalis Sun, and we are here for what is the second podcast in this series. Today's topic, we will be discussing discernment. Um, well, the full title is Discernment Will Save You, and I'm actually really, really excited to get into this topic because, to be quite honest, discernment is one of the most important aspects of this journey. Um, it, it, is, it is extremely important to cultivate discernment and to have very discernment because if you do not have discernment, if your discernment isn't solid, you will meet with a ton of difficulties in this journey. And I could definitely speak <laughs> to my own experience with that. So yes, let's sit back and tune in and dive into this topic. So what is discernment? Discernment is defined as the ability to judge well, um, which seems like such a simple definition, and it can be. However, we know life is not simple, especially when we are diving into these spiritual realms. Now, for me personally, I my definition of discernment is a little bit more in-depth. For me, discernment is a combination of your instinct and your intuition. Now, when I say instinct, I'm referring to our basic survival, our basic animal instincts, the fight or flight responses, right, that we have in life, our first responses to the things that we experience. That's instinct. Now, our intuition is the our spiritual responses to things. So, you know, whereas instinct is more on a primal level, our intuition is our spiritual or or more elevated responses to situations, circumstances, things like that. So for me, discernment is a combination of the two because for one, you know, we always need to trust our instinct and we also need to trust our intuition. And if we can combine those and cultivate those, that is what solidifies our discernment. Now, I am, I do readings, you know, I do tarot readings, I do bone readings, I do divinations for people, and I've been doing this for well over 15 years, and the common thing that I've seen throughout the years without fail is that I, you will, you know, deliver the message, you know, I'll interpret the tarot cards, and when I deliver the messages, the person that I'm reading for, they're not surprised, you know, they already know, you know, they already knew what it was I was saying, or, you know, they already had a feeling, or, you know, they, they were already, you know, put, you know, they were, their intuition and instinct already picked up on it, um, and so essentially, you know, they pay me to tell them what they already know, and, but the reason why this happens is that people don't trust their intuition, they don't trust their own discernment. So what ends up happening is, you know, they'll come to me or they'll go to someone else and, and shell out money or just, you know, put energy into basically getting someone else to tell them what they already know. And for me, you know, as a businesswoman, you know, that's lucrative, <laughs> you know, but as, as a spiritualist that is really into sovereignty and into, de- you know, spiritual and personal development, this is dangerous. This is so, so dangerous because, you know, it, it creates a situation where you're not trusting yourself. You're not trusting yourself and you are you 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 create a situation where you're constantly going to other people to validate what your your inner knowing and to me that's that's a problem 
that's a problem because you know, you leave yourself open to so many things going awry when you seek your, outside yourself for your answers. Now, don't get me wrong. I definitely advise on seeking uh, counsel, especially, you know, if it's a situation that you're too deep in and you can't really see the bigger picture or you're not clear or you have a lot going on and your, your uh, psychic and spiritual abilities are kind of blocked. I, you know, I definitely advise on seeking counsel. Uh, however, the counsel should definitely be a last resort. So after you've done your own divinations, you know, talk to your own spirit, sat with your ancestors, and you're not getting any answers or any clarity, or if you are seeking counsel from an elder or some other spirituals that you trust. Uh, but it should definitely be a last resort. And the reason why is because... When you are constantly seeking outside of yourself for your answers or you're going to other people, it allows other people's uh, energies to influence you. It allows them to come in and dictate where you should go and how you should move when at the when, when at the at, at the core of it, only you and your ancestors and your and your spirits know your purpose and how you should be moving forward. And really, when you seek a, a, a counsel, that spiritualist is really only tapping into your spirits to get the answers. So at the end of the day, the, it still comes back to you, your Ori, your spirits, your ancestors. So, you know, what ends up happening when we are not listening to ourselves and our spirit is that our spirit stops talking. And then at that point, we're really in a crunch. We're really in a crisis because then we're just lost out, out and lost in sauce, basically. So what are the dangers of not cultivating your discernment? As I mentioned, you leave yourself open to being manipulated. Let me tell you, um, <laughs> I have been out here in the spiritual community for several years, and I've seen some very ugly things. I'm not, you know, this, this podcast, this particular episode isn't about calling anyone out or it is not about, you know, putting anyone on blast, but I will say this. A lot of these spiritualists and gurus and, you know, elders are not what they seem. They're not at all what they seem. And they are very good at manipulating. And the biggest way that they manipulate is by snatching your sovereignty. The best way to snatch someone's sovereignty is to make them doubt themselves. So, you know, and I've experienced it myself. You know, when I don't listen to my own discernment, I've been manipulated. You know, my spirit, you know, warned me on some things and I didn't listen. And then I ended up getting all these other people in my head pulling me in these different directions. Um, and, and kind of putting me in the position to move and do things in the way that they want me to do them. And, and that wasn't necessarily in my best interest. So, you know, that's the biggest part of and the biggest danger of not listening to your discernment because it allows, it leaves you open to being used. Now, what are some dangers of not having strong discernment? Well, as I mentioned before, you know, it leaves you open to being manipulated. Now, 
when we are dealing with certain people, because here's the thing, our discernment is that little voice in the back of our head that's warning us, that's kind of giving us some clues. And whenever we're dealing with people that are not right for us or situations that may be harmful or, you know, not for us, that not are not in our best interest, our, that little voice will, will kick off. You know, it'll let us know like, hey, you know, maybe we need to leave this person alone. Hey, maybe I need to leave this environment. Hey, maybe I need to get out of the situation. And what ends up happening when we don't listen to that little voice in the back of our minds is that those people or those situations will convince us that we need to be in it. <laughs> you know, so for example, I've had situations where, you know, I, I, I didn't like someone. I rarely don't like people just off gate. Uh, I'm very easygoing. So it takes a lot for me not to like someone personally. However, if there is someone that I just met and I just immediately don't like that person, I've learned to trust my instinct because, you know, my that's my discernment telling me about that person. Now, the few times that I've not trusted that discernment, um, I had allowed myself to uh, let that person convince me that they were cool people. And then at the end of the day, they weren't. So... You know, again, you know, when you don't listen to your own voice, you start listening to everybody else's voice. And that's what leaves you open to being manipulated. Another aspect or danger of not listening to your discernment is your safety. It, you know, you can really get yourself into some harmful situations by not being solid in your discernment. Now, you know, I like an example I like to use for this is people who are on the streets, like people who are, uh, you know, into illegal dealings, you know, people who are you know, run the streets, gang members, drug dealers, you know, people who are out uh, running game is what I call it. These groups of people have the strongest and the best discernment out of any group of people I've ever met. Because when you're out on the streets, you you got to have your discernment. You got to trust your instincts and your intuition in order to be able to survive, right? And so I've had situations where, you know, people that I know who are in, in these lifestyles will come to me and say, hey, you know, I something told me not to go to this house party. I went and it got shot up. Or, you know, somebody, something told me to, to leave at this time and not leave at this other time. I didn't listen and I got stopped by the police. I got caught up. You know, I went to jail. So, you know, our discernment will basically save our life, essentially. I've had situations where I'll be someplace and chilling, nothing wrong, whatever the case, you know, hanging out with friends. And then something told me leave immediately. And when I get that strong feeling, I pack my stuff, got my purse, put my shoes on, said goodbye, dipped out, you know, and sometimes it was something major that happened that I, I avoided. And then sometimes it was just like, you know, nothing dangerous as far as like harmful, but it was just like, oh, y'all learn later. Someone will tell me, oh, so-and-so showed up to the, to, to, to the event and, you know, they just totally fucked up the whole energy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it's, it's about our safety. It's about our, our life and our livelihood. 
Another danger of not trusting our intuition is it pulls us off our path. And this is something I've experienced more than anything. You know, I'll have a clear understanding and a clear vision and a clear knowing of where I need to go and what I need to be doing. And as soon as I doubt that and I doubt my discernment in that, I start going in these other directions, going in paths that aren't mine, uh, essentially wasting my time just to turn around and end up right back where I was to go forward with my original path that I was supposed to have gone on. So, you know, some of us can be pulled off path, not listening to our discernment. And then, you know, we're blessed to be able to come back and, and, you know, go back to our, you know, what we need to be doing. Some of us are pulled off path and we never get back. And then we spend a whole lifetime wasting time just to turn around and have to come back and do it again in a whole nother lifetime. Another danger, and this is the most common one and the biggest one, is when we do not trust our discernment, we end up dealing with people, situations, or environments that we've got no business dealing with. And now, the thing about that is that what ends up happening is that I don't I don't consider these situations losses because we end up learning lessons, right? We end up learning lessons, valuable lessons that we need to learn you know, for our own growth and development, but sometimes those lessons are painful, right? So, you know, this is where we end up with situations where women, like I get a lot of women that come to me for relationship readings and it comes out on the mat that, or the cloth that, the, the reading cloth that they should have never been involved with this person to begin with. But now they're 11 years in, three kids in, you know, health issues, mental issues in into this situation that they should not have been with in, in to begin with. And what they always say is, I knew better. Right. I've had situations with myself where, you know, I'll get presented with an opportunity and my discernment was like, nah, Chrysalis, that's not the opportunity. But then. I'm like, oh, no, you know, I don't trust it. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll work out. It'll be cool. It'll be fun or whatever. And then it ends up being a total train wreck. So, you know, it, and when we are in those situations and we end up with those lessons, sometimes they can be so devastating to where we don't really necessarily bounce back. Or we have to do a lot of healing work around those situations. When if we had just listened to our discernment, we could have avoided it altogether. How do we know when our discernment is kicking in? How do we know when that little spirit is, you know, in the back of our mind and (laughs) is speaking to us? And from my experience, discernment manifests as feelings in the body. So, you know, our emotions and our spirit, like our direct experience in the body is our most real experience. So I know that anytime that I have a moment of discernment kicking in, I'm feeling it in my body. You know, so when you are sensing something, the the important thing is to be still and then really tune into your body and how your body is feeling. And your body is going to tell you if something's a yes or a no. So, you know, if you're in a situation with someone, do you feel energized or do you feel fatigued? This is your, your discernment letting you know whether or not you're dealing with the energy vampire, which I'll probably do a whole other podcast about energy 
vampires, but you know, people who are for you and in resonate with you um, will give life to you. You'll feel energized after dealing with them. People who are energy vampires, you're going to feel fatigued. So, you know, do you feel energized in the situation or with this person? Or do you feel tired? Um, you'll have a chakra response. And so, you know, chakras are the different energy points in the body. And depending on what, you know, your your design, your, how your body and your chakras are designed, some will stand out more than others. For example, for me, when something doesn't feel right for me, I feel it in my solar plexus, in my, in my abdomen area, my stomach area. It will literally lock up and freeze. And I will end up, it'll feel like I can't even move. Like my body won't even allow me to even <laughs> move, you know, or I'll have situations where if I'm dealing with uh, people who aren't necessarily in alignment with me, I'll feel butterflies in the stomach, like almost like I'm in on a, on a roller coaster, literally, you know, there's no, uh, ease within my solar plexus or my, my, and it's actually, uh, that's interesting too, because our solar plexus is our, where our willpower is. So if I'm dealing with people who are trying to bully me or overpower me, even if it's not obvious, I feel it in my solar plexus. And that's my discernment letting me know that this person is trying to challenge my sovereignty and take my sovereignty. Um, some people feel it in their, their sacral. Some people feel it in their heart. You know, their heart will hurt or their heart will feel large when they're, you know, there's, their discernment is kicking in. Some people will get headaches, uh, you know, or different things going on with their head space, which is their, their third eye and their crown. So, uh, or speaking of crown, a lot of times when we're getting downloads from our our, our spirit guides and from uh, ancestral or uh, celestial realms, we'll feel in the top of our head. We'll feel like tingling, almost like our head is is itching. So those are chakra responses to, to discernment manifesting in the body. Um, the body response, like I said, you know, it'll either be you'll, you'll flow with something, you'll be able to move and ease into it, or you'll freeze. You know, like I mentioned with me, you know, that's my discernment response is, does something allow me to flow? And there's almost no thought to it. Or am I freezing? Do I feel like I don't even want to move? So these are some, some basic ways of how to identify if your discernment is kicking in. So I definitely encourage you all to cultivate your discernment. And some ways to do that is, um, actually, I'll give you some examples of some of what I've done to cultivate my discernment. And the first one is meditation. Now, meditation is important, really. And it's one of those, and I'm sure I'll do a whole other episode on meditation alone. But meditation will help you for any spiritual practice that you're on, any religious practice that you um, are part of. And the, the biggest benefit of meditating is one, it allows you to still and calm yourself and to still your mind. The other thing of meditation is it allows you to connect with your body. And that's important, like I said, for discernment. You have to be able to relate and connect with your body to even know what's going on and, and what, what messages are coming through. 
from the spiritual realm. So meditation is a great way to cultivate your discernment. It really, to me, is the top of the list and the number one thing. And really, it's not only just discernment, but your psychic abilities, your, your, you will, your intuition will increase through meditation, your dreaming will increase, your communication with the spiritual realm and spiritual beings will increase with meditation. So that is key. That is number one. The second way to cultivate your discernment is listening, you know, because once you get still with the meditation, then you have to learn how to listen. So any exercises that you can do in order to cultivate your listening skills are are key, are going to be so beneficial to you as you cultivate your discernment. Another big one on the list is trusting yourself, because what ends up happening is as soon as we doubt ourselves, our discernment and really our, our psychic abilities and our spiritual abilities start to diminish because we don't have faith in our own abilities, in ourselves, essentially. But on the flip side, as soon as you trust yourself, it boosts your self-esteem, it boosts the energy, it gives life and, and, and energy to your discernment and your ability to see. So again, the top three are learn to meditate, cultivate listening, and trust yourself. Other ways to cultivate your discernment is psychic development. Um, so there's different things that you can do to cultivate your psychic development. Um, I'm actually not going to get into that in this podcast. I'll probably do another episode or possibly a blog about different techniques to develop your psychic abilities. Um, but you can Google it. There's books out there. There's definitely a lot of resources, uh, on psychic development. Along that vein though is divination. So I definitely encourage people to learn how to divine for yourself, whether it's tarot cards, whether it's reading tea leaves, whether it's crystal balls, whether it's pendulums. Like, I mean, there's this countless ways to learn how to perform divination, but that is important because what ends up happening is it allows an open door, an open channel for communication with the spiritual realm. And it just, it, it's a, it strengthens the muscle of discernment. Um, if you know divination and again, it goes back to what I said at the beginning of this episode, which was when you learn how to, to divine for yourself, it, you're not so likely to go to other people for your answers. Now, there's a lot of people who come out and say, oh, you know, tarot cards aren't my strength. I, you know, I'm not really connected to the divining. And But trust me, there is so many types of divination systems out there that you are, you are bound to find something for you, even if it's not the traditional methods. So definitely learn how to perform divination. Another way to cultivate your discernment is your dreaming. I'm going to do a whole other episode on dreaming that actually might be the next episode um, that I, I record. But dreaming year is <laughs> if you can master the dream state, you can master the spiritual journey, literally like messages come through in the spiritual realm. You get warned through your dreams, messages come through your dreams, ancestors come through your dreams, you know, you you learn about yourself through your dreams because, you know, your dreams are a uh, combination of spiritual but also psychological as well. So if you can, you know, now in order to cultivate your dreams, 
I would just say start off with getting a dream journal. There's a lot of people also that say they can't remember their dreams. And when I do my podcast on the dream state, I will uh, list some some t- tips and techniques that you can use in order to uh, uh, remember your dreams and improve your dreaming. But I would just say at least start off with a dream journal and just start recording your dreams. Another way to improve your uh, discernment and cultivate your discernment is altar work. And now... Altars are going to be a whole other podcast, but to start off with, you can either work with the ancestor altar or you can uh, work with a, a bovida. Now, an ancestor altar is specifically for your ancestors and your bloodline, and a bovida is specifically for the spirits in your spiritual frame. But you know, these, either the spirits in your spiritual frame or your ancestors, these are the ones that are giving you direct communication. Like if you're going to be working with any spirits, these are the ones that you should start with. And when you create these altars and these lines of communication and they start talking to you, it's going to feed into your discernment. So again, meditation, listening skills and techniques, learning to trust yourself. Psychic development, tools for psychic development, uh, learning how to divine or picking up some type of divination system, getting into your dreams, keeping a dream journal, or working with the ancestor altar and or a bovida. And that is it for this episode. So thank you so much for tuning in on this topic of discernment. I definitely enjoyed discussing this particular aspect of spirituality because, again, it is so, so, so very important. And if I can emphasize anything, it would be to cultivate your discernment. If you don't do anything else or go any further in your spiritual journey, just in life, having strong discernment will definitely keep you on the right path. So again, thank you for tuning in. And uh, for those of you who, you know, have my contact information, reach out, you know, let me know how you're enjoying the podcast. Let me know whatever topics that you're interested in me discussing. My website is bethevibe.com, which is the letter B, thevibe.com. You can hit me up there. I have a contact form. I'm definitely on social media. Instagram is chrysalis underscore sun. Facebook is chrysalis sun. Um, Even though I do definitely encourage people to hit me up on Instagram, I'm much more active on Instagram than Facebook. And of course, you can always email me at therapeuticvibrations at gmail.com. So again, Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to the next time. Peace and blessings.